With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Cricket from the Coat Hangers. And you're listening to Drop the Mic. (laughs) You got skills. If you think video games fry your mind and make you stupid, your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. You're lost. What is that ringing? Do I have a tumor? Now for this ultimate gamer. Who wants a shot at the champ? Who's going down? Desperate times. Josh has been spending our rent money on Filipino hookers. You're a hooker! I got evicted. Timmy, any chance I can crash on your couch tonight? Shut up. Call for desperate measures. This really cute chick said that I could sleep with her and her two crazy girlfriends. You remember my grandson, Alex? How old are you now? 36. You have a girlfriend? No. My grandson's gay, too. I'll give you his number. Why are you so tired? Because I was with three chicks last night. Don't tell me your roommates did that to you. They're crazy. They tied me up. That's legendary. You looking for Alex? We're his roommates. <laughs> You're the reason Alex has been tired all week? We ride him pretty hard. Oh, that is so gnarly. Now. I was putting up my Christmas tree. Dude, it's July. And, uh, why are you naked? Oh my god, I am naked! Come on in! From Level 1 Entertainment comes a comedy that proves... Don't judge me, monkey. You're never too old. This tea has quite a kick. (laughs) ...to come of age. I can hear my hair growing. Hey, uh, Sophie didn't die in the bed, did she? No. Good, good. She fell out of bed and died right here. Grandma's boy. Oh, oh, I died on the floor and nobody helped me. I swear to God, I would have helped you, Sophie. Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. I would have helped you. I just wasn't here. Gotcha! Oh my God! You scary cat. Welcome back, podcast fam. This is Drop the Mic, and we're your hosts. First up, we have DJ Honoris, Admiral Atlas, James Warney, Diego Luna, and I, the Swan. This is episode 173, Eternal Death Slayer 3. What's up, guys? How are you? What up? Hey, what's up? Good, good, good. What's that? So this week, we are discussing Happy Madison's Grandma's Boy from 2006. But first, uh, let's start him off with some pop culture news, headed by our own James Warney. And now for a special news report. Brought to you by Drop the Mic. All right, James, take it away. 
All right. Uh, so it looks like uh, this is a rumor going around that um, Ben Affleck is actually um, rumored to sign a new to sign a new deal that it's going to allow him to come back and play Batman um, in some capacity. Not sure um, what that means. If if that means that he's just coming back to do reshoots for the Snyder Cut, um, there's talks about him possibly. Um, joining some projects as Batman with Zack Snyder in some HBO Max, you know, originals, possibly as a... I know there's a big push right now for a Ben Affleck Batman and Joe Magnanello uh, Deathstroke um, film that's supposed to also star Jared Leto. So I don't know how that's going to work out. That's just a rumor as well. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, maybe he'll get a mix up with, um, he'll get mixed in with Keaton. Uh, I have really no idea. That's just a rumor that's kind of going around. I thought that was actually pretty interesting, and uh, I wanted to hear your guys' take on that. That'd be pretty cool. I'm always interested in a new Batman. I mean, yeah, he, he, it would be a new Batman. I mean, it's the same Batman, but um, I don't know. I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, what else do I got? Margot Robbie is set to star in a spinoff of uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, and that is uh, separate from what um, we talked about earlier for a reboot. So there's going to be, if this is true, then it, there's going to be two separate Pirates of the Caribbean movies with two uh, leads as females. So I think that's that's pretty cool, too. Are they are they just picking up where like the Johnny Depp ones left off, or is it going to be like a prequel? Or okay, from from what I'm hearing, the Margot Robbie one is a spinoff of the Pirates of the Caribbean films. Okay, and then the reboot is basically a reboot, just starting over from um, from scratch, basically. Do you uh, do you know if it's going to be um, if she's going to be the character uh, Red? From uh, I I doubt that um, Margot Robbie is, but I'm I know we heard before that uh, the actress who plays Nebula I, I don't remember her name oh in um, the Guardians and in all the Gar- Marvel, Marvel movies um, she is rumored to be the lead in the reboot and okay. she has red hair uh, so that would make sense for her to play Red yeah because I remember before I stopped really going to Disneyland or whatever they were pushing that character and they made her like an interactive character and they put her in the ride. So it would make sense for them to bring an actual movie character to the mm-hmm. screen. That's actually pretty cool. I'd be interested in that. And it, it gives another perspective on, a, on the pirates, too, instead of being right. just all male cast or whatever. Well, they had, uh, what's her name, right? Uh, Elizabeth, or what's her name? I forget. Keira Knightley? Yeah, Keira Knightley. Keira Knightley, that's right. She was a yeah. big, a big uh, woman influence. But I mean, I mean it, Margot Robbie's obviously a big property right now so i think that's a smart oh, yeah. a smart uh thing and also i believe the writer of birds of prey is going to be writing uh yeah she's pen- the one who yeah she's also penning the script for this one Which is- um a lot of people are, are thinking maybe she might be like the love child of of johnny depp so uh to kind of tie it into that um mm. or not johnny depp but uh jack sparrow um, to kind of tie it into the movie because it is supposed to be a spinoff, so I'm assuming they are they are going to mention those characters from the previous films. Okay. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, and then my last bit of news, kind of short on news this week, 
Um, Nickelodeon is doing a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, CG movie. Uh, so this is not going to be live action. I don't know if this is taking the place of the live action film that we were that we've been talking about in the, the last couple of months. Was uh, it, gonna, was it supposed to be a film or a series for Netflix? Wasn't it a series? Um, or am I yeah, it's, supposed to be a ser- it's supposed to be a series, yeah, but I don't know if they're kind of scrapping that and just going with a CG movie. Oh. Um, I, th- oh. I mean, that could be the case. I mean, they could, they could be doing both of them. Like, it's like oh, 2007 two, all over again or something. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing that again, uh, basically. But Seth Rogen is actually going to be producing this movie. Oh, okay. And uh, Evan Goldberg, so uh, they are um, they're, they're, they're pretty good together. Yeah, they're good at, at uh, trying to honor source material, you know, especially with the preacher show. So that yeah. that makes me more at ease, I guess, with that property being in their hands. I think. Yeah, so that's pretty interesting. I thought that was pretty interesting to have them attached to that. I don't know. Um, like I said, that could be replacing the, the Netflix uh, series that we were hoping to get, or it could just be uh, a totally separate thing and then going its own way. Is there any details um, as a, as opposed like as it being more adult oriented or like for kids, like the other CGI yeah. movie? That'd be um, as of right now. Nothing. No, that's just about it. It just says it's in development. Um, okay. And they gave uh, Seth Rogen and, and Evan Goldberg as the uh, producers on that. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I'm assuming it'll be probably PG-13. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, I, I don't know. That, that's really the only news that I have on that. And then my last bit of news, uh, Amazon Prime, or Amazon original The Boys Season 2 is uh, scheduled to be released September 4th. So take a look uh We'll freshen up on that and then um, get ready for the season two because season one was amazing. The boys. The boys. Yeah. Um, and that's it for my news. Oh, um, suppo- supposedly there's supposed to be some uh, a big DC, if you're a DC fan, there's a big DC thing uh, that they're having. Uh, it's called DC Fandom. It's supposed to be, I think, late August kind of supplementing uh, what we didn't get for Comic-Con in terms of news and uh, exclusives and trailers and things like that. So possibly uh, might hear some more news on on that. And I know know a lot of video game news is coming out of that as well. Is it going to be like an online kind of like a meeting convention or something, or yeah, it's going to be like an online streaming thing. Okay. Um, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if you'll be able to jump in and out of like a different um, ec, ec, um, presentations or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's going to be a li- it's going to be a live thing. So I think it's going to be forty eight hours of live mm-hmm. stuff. Wow, Comic Con, like a digital Comic yeah. Con, right? Like a digital yeah. Comic Con. I do believe Comic Con is even doing a digital Comic Con too. Yeah, so, it's, it's um, free or whatever. <clears throat> I think yeah. yeah so but I think uh, this DC thing is, is strictly DC and it's separate from Comic Con so oh, okay. there'll be more exclusives for just for that cool yeah that's it that's it for my news guys what, uh, where is that going to be held at just curious the the DC thing mm-hmm. um, I believe it's going to be all online so whoever they have as guests or, or um Host. Whatever you may, yeah, host or whatever okay. it may be, uh, they're just going to be on like webcams and, and probably answering questions that people write in. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, I got one piece, I guess. I got um, basically uh, Netflix. I haven't seen this yet myself, but they're going to share a sneak peek of the Cuphead show oh. on Netflix. 
and that's that's cool to me because that's a video game but like are they gonna do it like old school like like Disney stuff you know what I mean like how it looks yeah and is and then who are they gonna get voices to like that's gonna be crazy to me like I don't know that is gonna be different because it's a it's a cool video game and they're just gonna make it like an animated series like it's gonna be like a spinoff of the video game I, I either hope so because in that I mean I don't want to spoil it but yeah he does something at the end that's crazy so if it is a spinoff or is it a prequel um, it should be pretty exciting I like you that video I mean? game for anybody who doesn't know about it it's kind of like a old old time 50s shoot 'em up video game where it's like the black and white type animation the old it reminds school. me of like Steamboat Willie yeah like Steamboat yeah. exactly hard the hardest fucking game dude it's hard to say like you can't play it alone you need two people for yeah sure. you constantly yeah, die it's easy as hard you know like yeah. the difficulty yeah. yeah yep other than that that was my pop culture news that was still a video game so uh, whoever's next is go right ahead I was gonna say I don't unfortunately I don't have too much for news I don't even have news at all so I was just gonna throw the pass if that's cool yeah. So, uh, Diego, do you got anything uh, for us this week? <clears throat> I know we we discussed this on uh, on our uh, message on our message board that we have together, but um, I, I know I, I gave you guys uh, a rumor that uh, supposedly if uh, Michael Keaton was not going to play Batman in the Flash movie, they were yeah. going to throw the house to um, Christian Bale. They're going to throw a bunch of money to Christian Bale. Whoa! So, really? And, I didn't see that. You know, so so I wanted I wanted you guys to uh, put that input in of, of uh, what do you guys think if Christian Bale comes back as uh, being a Batman? I know James has strong feelings on this, so let's let him go. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I would probably say ninety nine percent that that's never going to happen. That's just a, a rumor that someone wanted to start, and. Um, um, I don't know. I, I I read. I remember way back when when they had ended the trilogy, and uh, it had been a few years, and people were still interested in to see interested in seeing uh, Bale come back as Batman. Um, but he had stated that he wouldn't come back unless um, Christopher Nolan was attached to it, and he would be directing it. And since Christopher Nolan is not directing the Flash, uh, I, I would have to say, regardless of the money. I don't think he uh, would want to do that again. I think he's more interested in doing films that kind of uh, show his range. I mean, we all know what he can do, but I feel like he's just more ready for more serious stuff like he's been doing. That Batman is, is so grounded in, in reality. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I don't see, like I said before, I don't really see superheroes existing in that world. Um, so I, I just, I really doubt that that would even happen. Um, and, and yeah. until like a until like a big name like a company like Variety or Deadline or someone uh, picks up that and runs with it, I wouldn't believe it really. Um, more like a more credible source, but I mean, it's, so that's more that's I mean that's what rumors are. So we're not going to know until until it gets closer to uh, until we find out if Keaton is actually on board or not because that's still kind of being uh, worked on. It would be yeah. it would be cool if to get all these. Those guys together for like a cameo uh, 
type like a commercial or something or kind of like what they did with ninja turtles a couple years back where they go through all the different turtle timelines yeah that was that yeah. was really cool i could see the flash doing hopefully they're going to do something like that but that's what i was that's what i was hoping that he would be jumping around because i know he's trying to find or he's i think he's trying to find bruce wayne in some some aspect for some reason uh-huh. but uh, i was hoping that they they would bring uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan in to play Thomas, yeah. uh, Thomas Wayne. But uh, that's that's been debunked as of late. But um, I was kind of my idea was Barry was going to be jumping around through different universes to find Batman accidentally running into Keaton to, to Bale or, or uh, Affleck yeah. again, whoever it may be. But I don't I don't know. Something. I'm sorry, I interrupted you, Wes. Oh, I was just going to say real quick. Uh, I had read. Um, I think it was like a, a year ago or a year be- the year before that that uh, Christopher Nolan had pitched Bale another like another uh, film to continue on after his trilogy and Bale actually declined he didn't want to come back as Batman mm, okay. but to me if he were to just do this as a cameo and it would be like a last ditch kind of thing if the Keaton thing doesn't work out, even though it looks like it is, like he is yeah. locked in, you know, because they already have uh, rumors that they want to do like the, was the, the, what's it called? The Batman, Batman Beyond, Batman Beyond. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and have Tim Burton specifically, I yeah. guess Keaton wants was, Tim Burton oh, yeah, yeah. Really? to direct that, it. That was the whole mm. deal. That was the whole deal that, um, that uh, King would, would appear in, in The Flash if uh, Tim Burton would get the chance to direct uh, Batman Beyond. You, you know what it sounds like to me? That all of these Batmans have their specific directors that want to come back. Why don't we have like a VHS Tales from the Crypt type Batman story movie where each director has short films or something? Yeah, short films, X amount of time. One thing I, I'm worried about is getting like an overload of Batman like you're talking about doing a Batman mm-hmm. Beyond movie we're gonna have Batman Keaton we just had Affleck uh, we're getting Pattinson we're getting the Snyder Cut with Affleck again and then we're gonna get a Batman Beyond a whole new Batman uh, to me that's like it's gonna confuse so many people yeah is uh, the Bat Affleck is he's he's um what's his name the Joker the, the- Jared Leto? Yeah, is he the Jared Leto Batman? Yes. Yes, that's his villain? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like in yeah. that universe? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which that's I kind of interesting. Could, could possibly be rewritten, and that could give them a way to get rid of Jared Leto and, and Affleck, which I think they're doing with, with this. I, I would assume that when Barry Allen comes back at the end of the movie to his current timeline, um, it's Affleck's possible going to be gone. Yeah. It's possible. Uh, oh, so yeah, I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, uh, in other news, I, I know uh, I don't know if I really touched on it, but the outbreak of uh, of coronavirus in WWE has reached over uh, I think over fifty people in the performance. It's real center. people. Yeah. So uh, I know top stars have uh, declined to come in and do taping. Uh, uh, some of the big stars have even. Uh, said that they're not going to do tapings until uh, real safety measures are being taken. And that the fact that it's in Florida, one of the states that's being hit completely hard, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a big factor. And so, I mean, yeah. 
shout out to all the people that are putting risking their lives for entertainment you know but i just want to say it publicly like don't don't um don't risk your lives for the lives of other people because sometimes it's not worth it you know yeah i was gonna say even if it is entertainment I was going to say, don't disregard it, because it's still out there, yeah, but I, th- yeah. I feel like it's hitting the uh, southern states a little bit more, and we technically we are in the south, I mean, Catholic, Catholic yeah. uh, Southern California. I, I had heard that uh, it's um, we're rumored to uh, be getting those lockdown numbers again. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it keeps on going up, it's going to yeah, go back bars. to... Yeah, I know Fourth bars are July. shutting down for 4th of July, so uh, yeah. that's... Restaurants. Too. Restaurants, yeah. I mean, that's, that's uh, it's getting out of hand again. It's taking uh, it's taking into effect uh, tomorrow. Well, it starts by tonight. And blame the gyms, yeah. dude. Tonight at they, midnight. They have the weirdest policy. Not I don't know how gyms are uh, open now. That's just it's, a, it's like crazy. Yeah. So, so let me let me tell you what's happening because I got the news. I got the uh, oh the scoop. The scoop. <laughs> the on that. Diego scoop. The, the bar scoop. Scoop. So. Technically, bars that do sell food can be open, but they have to have social distancing uh, plans in line. Which, um, so if you go to a bar, or you go to any anywhere like that serves alcohol and they have food, you must have food on your ticket or any beer order. So if you start a tab, and I tell this to every every person that that wants to risk their life and go out there and, and drink, uh, start a tab. With with food and and you know just keep on drinking if you're going to be drinking. So uh, I don't recommend it. I don't um, I don't condone it because it, it is risky, man. I mean, I I got tested on Thursday and thankfully I came back negative. But yeah. um, you know, a lot of people, a lot. Of, I just heard the, one of the cafes down the street from us. Um, one guy got the virus too. I won't name the place, but yeah, they shut down today. So, I mean, it's scary, man. It's scary now. It's it's scarier more than ever. Yeah, it's starting. It's starting to hit home. It's starting to get closer. Yeah. Basically, the storm is closing in on us. Yeah, like you're yeah. finally, um, you're you're getting you're you're seeing it affect people that you know now. I don't know, man. 2020 yeah. is a really crazy year for us to be alive. It really is, dude. It really is. Uh, and it's election year, which is all the more probable <laughs> for everybody to go out and vote. So, um, so we actually have a legit president that could uh, try really to do save something. Us time and effort to not get all these up, so we could be ready for a pandemic. You know. Yeah. On top it's of having, stuff. on top of having election year, on top of having a pandemic year, we have police brutality year. We have all kinds of people being brutalized killed by the police so i feel like we're just in a big game right now we're just trying to survive pretty much i just want to emphasize to everybody if you go out please please be kind to your servers please be kind to whoever is risking their lives Mm. for, for for whatever service you're seeking um and also wear your mask all right, just a couple quick pieces of news. Um, specific drive-ins are now bringing the Evil Dead uh, film franchise back to life. Mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell oh. himself will be introducing the films and going on a social distancing tour at drive-ins uh, starting in Dix- Dixon, Illinois, July 10th through 11th. They're going to be showing all of the movies. You can also look up the tour to find other dates and areas through July and September. I That's cool. 
I like the cool. fact Hang that on, are we getting the date? Are we getting the date? No, that's the uh, disappointing thing. No, there's no um, plans for L.A. or San Diego as of now. It's all Midwest. Weird. It's like Midwest, Texas, and weird kind of weird places. Um, in my final piece of news, the uh, the first real collector's edition from A24 comes in the form of the Midsummer Extended Cut. Mm. Finally getting a uh, finally getting a, a physical copy. Um, for anybody who knows. Um, for the longest time, you could only get the uh, theatrical cut on Blu-ray and 4K, and now you can finally see the extended cut, which was previously only available, uh, I think, theatrically, and maybe like a digital version somewhere. Um, there's so, a, there's more scenes in it, or yeah, wow. like it, yeah, exca- more acid scenes, dude. You never. <laughs> yeah, I've actually I've seen the cut, and it it, it really brings the film. Um, like more to life like if it stitches if for, it together for, yeah for anybody who thought it was a little dry or 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 you know weird or not their cup of tea i would challenge them to watch the extended cut his real vision and it fills in a lot of things that are missing obviously for runtime uh purposes in this uh in this uh, director's cut so check it out it's in a beautiful casing it's like a f- uh a fabric uh yellow yellow case um Super cool. It's available right now if you're interested on uh, the A24's um, merch site. And it is. It's pretty expensive. It's $45, but it's a limited uh, pressing. So once it's gone, it's gone. Is it? Is it the uh, oh. DVD, uh, Blu-ray, and like special edition stuff? Yes, it's a... Uh, Triple disc? Um, I believe there's a 4K version and then a standard Blu-ray uh, as well. Okay. That's cool. 4K is sold out right now. I got uh, I got a copy of the the um, the uh, the Blu-ray version because it has a foreword from Mr. Martin Scorsese, which oh, is awesome. Mr. Scorsese. Uh, so yeah, if you guys are fans of Ari Aster uh, or Midsummer, definitely pick that up. If that was you got, a good one. If you got the extra money, you know, and you like uh, physi- right. f- keep physical media alive. It's important to me. Yes. <laughs> Brought to you by Drop the Mic. All right, Tiny, fill us in. Uh, I'll start us off with uh, our gaming news today is going to be for Warzone, the game for people that play quads, they extended the players to 200 instead of 150, which to me is ridiculous. It's already hard as it is. And 200 people 200 per people in a lobby, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a server, damn. Yeah, that's a lot Man. of people. And also, besides that, there's also exciting news they released a new sniper to use in the game. It's basically a bear, the, the Barrett 50 cal. Oh, like, you, could use, you can use explosive rounds in it and incendiary rounds. Which is also fucking exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a new little hack thing we're going to find out and shit. So, so I'm not you, that excited for it, but I'm ready for it. So, so <laughs> uh, Tiny, you said it's going to be 200 people per... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Games of uh, teams of four, so that's 50 teams. Yeah, yeah that's geez, ridiculous, right? That's like, a lot. <laughs> that's, that's how many people you have to wipe out. Like, I already heard, like, you have to pay way more attention. And I like taking breaks in between my, like, Royales. But this one's going to offer none. So, like, fuck. Damn. <laughs> That's nuts. And, yeah. A lot more people are playing because of the COVID. So, they're just staying home. So, they're just trying to probably get as many people on the board. It mm-hmm. seems more appropriate. I guess if I get more kills, it's uh, going to benefit me more. I guess they want more people for me to kill. I don't know. the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> What else can I do with that many more people in a game? Right. Um, some other news I have is uh, something for, like, Wes and anyone that's a fan of this is that Dead by Daylight. I'm a big fan of Dead by Daylight. So I got the possible leak for the next killer is going to be possibly because of the new movie that's coming out is going to be Candyman. Yeah. Oh yeah, Black Lives Matter. I'm excited because they just did Pyramid Head. They're going, they're they're really picking up, and the lobbies are going faster because they used to be shit. And I used to, used to wait like 30 minutes to play. <laughs> that's a really, that's a really cool game. I like that game. Yeah, but since Candyman's coming out, they're becoming like more legit to me on who they can add. As long as people are down to give them the licensing, unlike uh, I got some news that the fucking the Friday the Thirteenth game got flacked really hard. Because of not having licensing for Jason. Do you know uh, about the Dead by Daylight, the Candyman character, if Tony Todd is going to voice anything for it? Or is it just going to have uh, the character? I, I just saw something, and it basically looks like Tony Todd. Like it's just his his like his like whole character? What I want to know is, besides if it's not him or his, is if it's going to have his voice slightly. Yeah, that's what I want to know. If it's if he's going to voice that's anything. What, that, that'd be amazing since he just did recently Darkseid. For mm-hmm. Apocalypse War, I thought he was pretty good as Dark Side. And uh, for more news, do I have any more news? Uh, yeah, Microsoft confirms its closing of its retail stores. Oh, oh wow! Which I, for one, have never been to one. But I think if I actually went to a retail store, I might have bought something. So I, I you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's I don't like know a, where they have like an Apple store, but just Microsoft store. Yeah, they're, they're, they're basically the same thing. I mean, I've been in a couple, at, uh, or to the one in Fashion Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all right. I mean, it's everything there is super expensive. So, I mean, I, I never buy anything from them. It's just like the Apple Store. It is. Yeah. Right? Yep. You go in there to play with new shit that they come out with, and that's about it. So they're closing down, huh? Yeah. COVID. Bill Gates. Did they say yeah. why? I have no reason why. Maybe, like, Apple stores, they just don't get enough. Well, Apple, I can see getting more attention. But Microsoft stores, not so much. Since people really hate on Microsoft and 
Yeah. Anything they make, pretty does, much. Does like, the, do the do the Microsoft stores? Do they have like a kind of like a genius bar kind of thing where they have people who like will work squad. work work on your shit or no? I'm pretty sure they do. Maybe. I'm like, saying maybe that's maybe that's why they're like kind of like uh, irrelevant towards because Apple people go there to get their shit fixed, you know, like yeah. it's a necessity yeah. type of thing. And I don't ever really hear about Microsoft doing that, at least not not on the, that scale, right? Mm-hmm. Not that I remember. When I remember going in there, they had like a cool little gaming area, like in the back. Yeah, like these giant like seventy inch TV, like eighty inch TV or whatever that you could go there and play. Um, and they had TVs all over the walls. To test out new games and stuff, and and then there are other products like the micro, like the Surface and stuff like that. But I don't think they ever had any type of like IT or um, you know repair stations like that. Yeah. But that's my that's it for my gaming chair news. Nice. I have one piece, um, and it's more just to kind of get your guys's uh, opinion on this. But so Hideo Kojima, who released uh, recently the Death Stranding game. <laughs> Which a lot of people, they you either hate it or love it. It's a really weird concept. Um, yeah, I think I saw this. But, uh, but um, so, uh, if you've been living under a rock, maybe you haven't heard, but The Last of Us Part Two has come out. Uh, very popular um, Naughty Dog game right now. And I guess somebody, um, just a, con- a random consumer tweeted, I think it was Twitter, they said, oh, I fucking returned that boring-ass uh, Kojima game, boring-as-shit game for Last of Us Part Two. But then um, Kojima, supposedly, the productions company, responded back, well, uh, something to, along the lines of, oh, well, um, the game quality usually reflects uh, the quality of the player. So maybe that's, oh. so maybe that's more your speed. <laughs> Basically taking a giant dump on Naughty Dog, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, um, so, <clears throat> I just wanted to share that if you guys hadn't heard that uh, yet, which because I, I thought it was hilarious. And I, I thought it would be weird that Kojima would talk shit, or anybody from his, his squad yeah, would just be openly say some weird shit like that. Because um, Shots fired. I have Last of Us uh, Part 2, and I'm a big fan, and it's a good it's yeah. a good game, but it's, it's fucking hard, you know? It's a survival horror game and I, him coming from I heard you were struggling with <laughs> yeah. but yeah um, to, to give you an update on the story that was debunked and um, that was from like a, I guess the the actual Ko, that Kojima account is not actually affiliated with mm. the production oh, company I don't think they would do that I don't think that those two companies would just fight I think they, if anything they would collide yeah. And make something like right. a video game themselves. Yeah, because they're they both they're both uh, doing um, Sony exclusives. Like Death Stranding, I believe, is an exclusive to PlayStation as well. So, you know. Last week, uh, Pokemon debuted a bunch of uh, new stuff that they were going to come out with, and one of them was uh, the popular uh, game from the 2000s, uh, Pokemon Snap, is coming to the Switch. Oh, what? Nice. I remember Pokemon it, Snap. It's, it's going to be hella updated, right? I think I did hear. Yeah. That. New, yeah, yeah it's, that'd be sick. It's gonna be really dope. Uh, I know. Photography, right? That's perfect. Yeah, it's gonna be. I know. <laughs> Pokemon snap know. to the polls. <laughs> <laughs> and I know for, for me, for me, I enjoyed that game when it was in the Nintendo sixty four, and I'm gonna enjoy this game 
Uh, I'm gonna have to go buy a switch though if I can find one because I know they're, they're cheap. Out of stock they're, they're really nothing. They're, they're gonna be way cheaper than the newest consoles. Don't even worry about it. Well, no, it's because of, it's because yeah. um, because of the COVID. Uh, they were uh, Ninten- uh, Nintendo. Demand. Nintendo was having problems getting certain parts to to produce them, so that's why they're harder to get the system. So they're gonna be limited sale. Like, so he's gonna have to wait for the next wave, maybe if you don't make it in time. Yeah, most most places are sold out of them. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna find one, but I'll I'll try. And then uh, they came out with also some more character. Uh, developed in, in their new Pokemon game, I think it's Sword and Shield, I believe. Yeah. Um, they're gonna have some more storylines uh, in that in that game, and also an update to Pokemon Go. Uh, I know they're revealing a, a new ancient Pokemon uh, that's coming. In, I think this month uh, in July. So you know, be on the lookout for that if you guys are Pokemon fans, or if you don't. But I mean, it's it's. It's well to check out, you know? Yeah. Pika. I got an edge on Pokemon Go. I, I play it, but not really anymore. I don't know, because of COVID. Pretty much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So that's all the only thing I wanted to put out there. Cool. Nice. Rex? Rex? Yep. And now it's time for the weekly recommendations. All right, back to you, James. Alright, um, so I have Let's see here I have two um, One is uh, I just watched it this Sunday um, Talked to you a little bit about it, Wes um, Just watched Knives Out yeah, For the first time Nice So um, I think I watched it this Sunday or This past Sunday So um, that was Pretty good movie That was uh, it was really fun I was trying to figure out who uh, uh, or in the beginning, trying to figure out you know who had done it, but um, I don't want to spoil anything by talking about it. But it was uh, pretty good. Definitely check it out. It's a huge I, cast. I just watched cast. that too. I watched it recently with Omaris. He introduced me to that, and I thought it was really good oh, nice. as well. Yeah, very yeah, good. I liked. Um, I really liked uh, Chris Evans in this. He's kind of like cocky, uh, trust fun, like baby Lucas type of Lee. person that he was. Talking about Knives Out? Sorry, I had that. Yeah, Knives yeah. Out. I already caught on, though. <laughs> um, Jamie Lee Curtis, and I, I mean, the whole cast was amazing. And then um, my other one, I think, I feel like I've wrecked this before or talked about it on the show, but uh, Lucky Logan. Uh, it also has, um, it has uh, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, and... Uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, yeah. Uh, K, uh CSI KFC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he, I actually got that, Daniel, that that pun. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, those three are really great in that movie as well. Uh, so definitely check that one out. It's I think that one's on Amazon Prime also, along with Knives Out. So check both of those out. Those are good. I like Knives Out. I I want to watch it again. Yeah, it was fun. We will. Especially because that was my second time watching it. It has good replay, good replay value. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm glad I'm not paying for Prime to watch this. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it. Just those are my two. Nice. Next. Uh, Who's next? I'll go next. I just have one, and it's uh, it's one that that is uh, I'm fifty fifty about, but I'm gonna wreck it because it's cool. (laughs) Aquaman. 
Fucking okay, J- nice. J- Jason Momoa, Aquaman. Even though I'm terrified of the ocean, it was very uh, visually stimulating. the 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 story is pretty cool, um, but like I said, there's just a couple of things that I'm just iffy about. But if overall, I still I still yeah. thought it was good. It was it was good, so I you recommend it. To be honest, I wish I would have rendered it for better quality, so you could have like you know what I mean. Instead of watching it like a bootleg. Yeah, it, it watched it on 360. Huh? I watched it on yeah on the uh, Xbox uh, One, but it was like so through get, a, a, get a website. Off of uh, Lime, LimeWire, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> LimeWire on iTunes, on iTunes. <laughs> it was on a YouTube Red. No, nah. uh, okay. <laughs> no, nah, but it, uh, I still, yeah, I still wreck, I still wreck it, dude. I, it was, it was pretty good, and um, there was a couple cool parts in there. And uh, I, I'm a fan of Nicole Kidman and uh, uh, Jason Momoa. It was pretty good. So, um, oh, and Willem Dafoe is really cool in it too. So, uh, he's a really cool character. Aquaman, check that out if you haven't already. I'm kind of late. Vic, Vic, you, didn't, Vic you didn't talk about the parts that you didn't like, but you also like <laughs> the the parts where uh, I, I like Black Manta. I thought Black Manta was really cool, but I felt like his overly dramatic. Uh, minions were dragging the movie on. Every time they entered the scene, it was just risers the whole time, and they all moved in slow motion to the camera. So I was like, man, this is like the fifth time that I saw this, but it's cool. Aquaman, long story short. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, just Uh, one. Anyone ready to go next? You want to go? Uh... If you want to go, uh, uh, I have one wreck, and I think that's probably the next one I think Vic should watch. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Watch in my list is called Ready Player One. Oh, and yeah. We are doing a game. That's a nice one. Yeah. Oh, well, perfect to become one. Ready Player uh, One. Ready Player One. This movie's awesome. It has so many, like, throwbacks and uh, a cool story. In general, I wish I read the book for it. I think I've talked about this in a past podcast, but it, it sounds like it would be better as a book that I could read, too. That's a, that's a Steven made. Spielberg, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have to that's check my, that out. That's my only read, but yeah, dude. Really good movie, and we'll watch that next. Cool. Hey. Uh, I guess I'll go. Uh, so I have three. Uh, I had some downtime this week, so it was good. Mm. Uh, the first one is it's uh, Ferrari versus Ford, or Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Uh, dude, 
what a fucking amazing movie. Christian Bale and Matt Damon in this are so good. Is that it, where they're like uh, in race in the seventies for like F one yeah, Formula like One 60, racers? Like 60, 70s. Yeah. I think I've seen previews oh, for that, and I wanted to see that. It, it's so good. It's it, it's a really good movie. Okay. Um, it made me it made me look up uh, uh, Shelby Ford. Hmm. It made me look up. Uh, actually, was just uh, flicking through TV the other day, and I, they were talking about um, uh, Shelby America. Shelby and Cobra. I was just like, I just grabbed it. I was just like, totally like gravitated towards it, and I was just watching it. And it's amazing that it's amazing that um, uh, you know these two automotive automotive companies like went to war back back in the day, like figuratively, you know. Mm-hmm. And great movie, great performance by Matt Damon and, and Christian Bale. Uh, they they're wonderful. Uh, another, another two are two Adam Sandler. I've been watching a lot of Adam Sandler stuff, uh, especially <laughs> his uh, latest thing. Um, so one of them is the the Meyerowitz story. It's a Netflix exclusive. What is it called? Uh, it starts My- Meyerowitz. The Meyerowitz. Story? The Meyerowitz story. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's uh, it's really good, man. It's with Ben Stiller. Uh, I forgot the with Adam Drivers in there too. Uh, shit, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting some luck. The Hulk. I forget his name. Eric Bana. Uh, the original. Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno. Edward uh, Norton. No. <laughs> so there's Adam Sandler, Ben Stiller, Dustin Hoffman, Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman. Um, Adam Driver. Yeah, Adam Driver. Dude, that movie is so good. I, 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 I stayed glued. It was so. It was a. It was a good movie, and especially because it talks about art and being in an art family. It's such a. It, you know, I mean, such a good dynamic, and I loved it. And then another one. It's uh, Murder Mysteries. It's again. Um, it's an Adam Sandler movie. Uh, it's just so fun. I mean, this is just a Happy Madison like movie that mm-hmm. takes me back to like where, uh, like, I, I want to say like kind of like a kind of like a big daddy almost like little Nicky kind of thing. It's it's so obviously stupid but funny. Which yeah, one? they make you feel like at home, but it's still ridiculously. Which one is? By the- uh, it's called uh, Murder Mystery. Murder Mystery. Oh, with uh, Jennifer oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Anderson. Jennifer Anderson. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah, that one's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I was actually was like, surprised oh. how entertaining that was. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this is actually this is actually pretty good. It's going to going uh, back to like the Mister Deeds like era where he was still like yeah. pretty like funny fun, you know. Yeah. Is it more cheeky, I, like comedy stuff? Yeah, it's kind of like Knives Out, but less less effective. Like, yeah, because that that name for the for the movie is kind of generic. It's just basically what it is: is a murder mystery. They're making fun of the genre. Oh, okay, so yeah. it's kind of self aware, yeah. a little bit meta. Makes makes sense. Kind of cheeky. Oh uh, yeah, go check go check those out. Nice. Um, nice. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Wesley, bring it on. Bring it on home. All right. I got uh, just one 
for this week, uh, I, w- I rewatched Kevin Smith's Mallrats. Oh, nice! From uh, '95. For anybody who hasn't seen it, it's about uh, T.S. and Brody, their best friends. They get dumped by their girlfriends, and they uh, they embark on an adventure at their local mall and get into some shenanigans. Quick, uh, quick side note about Kevin Smith stuff. We were supposed to go to movie on Sunday. Yeah, but uh, the restaurant uh, pop up uh, currently in L.A. But the prices are kind of steep <laughs> because <laughs> wow. we, we live in San Diego, so we need to. You know, you obviously got to get up there, and everything's pre-planned. And they have cool merch and stuff, but they make you pick everything. Like it's like they're really trying to rush you in and out and. I completely understand because of the COVID thing, but also mm-hmm. it's kind of like it kind of turned us off to the idea. So you have to basically go online and reserve a time time slot, um, and then pick everything: your food, your merch, everything. You kind of have to prepay, and then uh, basically purchase it online, go there and pick it up, and then that's it without even seeing it or anything. Yeah. So wow. Maybe next time, movie. <laughs> but. Yeah, if you, anyone who's interested and you got some extra cash to burn, or if you're in the LA area, I think mm-hmm. for the people in the area, it's a lot more worth it's it. A lot easier, yeah. Um, so check that out. It's a movies pop up. Who knows if that'll ever come back? So if you're interested in, uh, you know, eating at the uh, fictional movies um, restaurant, egg a movie muffin. Yeah, they got their own beer brewed oh, for shit. that specifically. So if you're into that. You know, Let's you never know. You never Let's know. <laughs> you never know who's going to show up. I know Rosario Dawson uh, was seen kicking it there, and uh, several other stars that are f- affiliated with Mr. Smith. So you know, if sh- if Shannon Elizabeth goes, I'm go- I'm there. <laughs> Justice. Boo 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 kitty fuck. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> but yeah, is that uh, is that it for Rex then, guys? I think that's it. I think so. Yeah. Dropping into uh, the movie focus, movie focus of the week, aka uh, Anaris's pick. Right? There you go. Let's do it. Yeah. And now for the movie focus of the week. Alright, so uh, this week we're talking about Grandma's Boy. It's from 2006. It's rated R. It runs at 1 hour and 34 minutes, and it's got a disappointing 16% on Ryan. It's directed by Nicholas Gusan, uh, written by Barry Wernick, Alan Corvette, and Nick Swartzen, uh, starring Linda Cardellini. Peter Dante, Alan Covert, Nick Swartzen, Joel David Moore, Doris Roberts, Shirley Jones, Jonah Hill, Kevin Nealon, Kelvin Yu, and David Spade. The film follows a video game programmer who is evicted abruptly from his apartment and forced to move in temporarily with his grandma while also trying to navigate swiftly through his friends and brand new boss. This clear-cut stoner cult classic may have not been very popular when released theatrically, but has sure gained a following since its video release in the mid-2000s. With a silly premise and numerous one-liners, Grandma's Boy was clearly never meant to win any serious awards, but it is a pretty good time and a fun look into video game culture. Thank you. Mm. Nice. So, uh, Tiny, what I know it's uh, because it was lighthearted, but what are your first um, kind of memories of this film and what made you want to talk about it this week? Let us know. Well, what made me want me to talk about 
uh, grandma's boy was because it, it, it was probably one of the dopest movies I seen for when I was at such a young age and when fucking uh, basically Vic introduced it to me I was like dude it's crazy to see this movie at this time because I was going through mad video game phase I wasn't a video game programmer but mm-hmm. I was a video game type dude enthusiast growing up and I and when they saw them having the, the parties and how they would fucking do certain shit in the movie I was like and plus living with your grandma which I do right now and Victor Lee and I don't know how many others oh. are late, but <laughs> how many of us are grandma's boys to be honest <laughs> oh, yeah. so, his charge bro guilty as charge yeah you know what I mean so this movie touches home with how the jokes are how I am as a person how mm-hmm. um being a video gamer and partying like that getting wild and just me being not like n- don't take your life so seriously even though it could be hard sometimes. like you know what i mean like there was mm-hmm. it's a good movie so i thought that's why i chose it and people should watch it if they have never seen it it would be weird for me if you've never seen it because <clears throat> then i would show it to you so, <laughs> so that's why i picked grandma's book guys Dope. And nice. We've all yeah. seen it. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. Um, I think when it first came out, I didn't get to see it in the theaters. Uh, I, I probably seen it like a year later, maybe two thousand seven or so. But uh, I did introduce it to Tiny, and I did introduce it to a lot of people that um, hadn't seen it because I felt like it was an underrated film, and it did have a lot of one-liners. It did had a lot of stuff that I could relate to being the uh stoner that i am (laughs) but um it has a really really awesome soundtrack i used to have the soundtrack on cd um it reminded it reminds me of a time where i used to work for thrift trader um working there being so uh involved with uh you know music and video games and and all that but um it it it's a feel-good movie. It's kind of cheeky. It's really funny. Um, if you're not a fan of like that, like that stoner, um, Happy Madison type of humor, you won't you won't really get it. You, it'll just be just like some trash to you. Maybe that's why it got a, a, such a low score on the on the rotten uh, scale because you know maybe most people don't really relate to the the Happy Madison uh, comedy, but. Uh, to me, it's an underrated film. Anytime I post it or talk about it on social media, people love it. They say, oh, that's like one of my favorite films. Or they always quote uh, fucking JP. Or, um, uh, you know, they talk about uh, Nick Swartzen fucking around. And Nick Swartzen has so many one-liners in this movie. It's re- it's it's so good. But, um, He's so, like, like, unnaturally good at being a grown-up person yeah <laughs> like, dude like, that's, like that's kind of like a kid's though you know what I mean? like, yeah uh, he got away with so much in this movie but you know everything that he kind of does in this movie is pretty funny even when he's like walking into the scene and you hear him talking he's like yeah backstreet full life and he's like what <laughs> or like he's like yeah but it's a like he's like a steen sealer like he, he he's always in the in the in the movie where you you memorize I, I his feel lines like he, he he personally maybe have thought of this whole movie, dude. I don't know. Like, he's he's a writer, right? He co-wrote this. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, yeah, like you said, a lot of the stuff for him comes naturally. You know, he probably did have a fucking sweet car bed as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, dude. 
But, uh, yeah, dude, I, I just... My first memories of this is just a feel-good time and um, just a stoner comedy, you know? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The, the first, just the first, uh, I've watched this movie so many times that I've watched the commentary, deleted scenes, uh, the extras, and the, the outtakes and shit. So um, a lot of it was just like a tongue-in-cheek, feel-good time. I mean, they got, they got the, uh, what's her name from the Partridge family? Uh, or not the Partridge family? Uh, Golden Girls? No, the the Silver Shirley Jones. The fact that they got Shirley Jones to play Silver yeah. the Silver Fox <laughs> to hook up with Nick Swartzen, like that's you 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 don't see her as that. You see her as like the the mom or the 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 good person in in a film. So to see her in this, yeah, to get them to do, to commit to yeah, a role exactly, like that. and um, the grandma being. Uh, from Ray Romano, like mm-hmm. everybody knows her as an actual grandma. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's a real good. It's a it's a funny film for me, so I like it. Especially JP too. Yeah. <laughs> Turd <What>? nugget. <clears throat> you gotta go back to JP being the emo gamer, folks. <laughs> everybody knows an emo gamer in high school. That's like a gothic emo gamer. That's straight out of the Matrix. <laughs> they were yeah, like that. Yeah, they're like the fucking uh, like drama kids too. Yeah, really, right. Yeah, and those kids were cool because I mean they all they all knew about the fucking video games, so and they knew how to shoot. So. Yeah, I just remember. I remember uh, the first time I saw this movie, thinking like, man, these guys have like the sickest job ever. <laughs> like they work. Like they they their job is playing video games and making video games. Like. That's what I want to do when I get grow up. Yeah, and I mean, even now, like if someone came up to me and was like, "Hey, you want to help like design a game, and we'll pay you like for forty hours a week?" Yeah, I'd be like, "Oh, fuck yeah, I would." I'll quit on the spot and be like, "Where do I go?" But um, that's to me that was like like that whole aspect of the movie was insane to me, and and then the whole being able like uh, like Tiny said, uh, uh, being able to relate to. Uh, uh, his relationship with his grandmother, mm-hmm. which is uh, that—that's how pretty much. I mean, my grandparents are are, are just like that. Like I'm, the scene where he goes home the first time and she's making him like leftovers, and it's like six different things. <laughs> no microwave. Like, here's a, yeah, it's like here's here's some chicken patties, some like um, like lasagna cake from the lasagna cake from a wedding. Some leftover, like whatever it was, it was insane, and that's how that's how my grandma is. Like, if I go over there, if I don't eat her food, she's like, "Oh, you're starving yourself. You're trying to lose weight or something." And I'm like, "No, I'm just not hungry." But like, if I ask her for something, she'll like just make it on the spot, which is crazy. It used to be uh, like that for our house, but not no more. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "Y'all, y'all are too old for that shit." It's your own food. Um, but I mean, that, <laughs> this movie is hilarious. I think it's just like, like you said, it's it's highly underrated. Yeah, and um, I just think a, a lot of it does go over like the the humor in it. 
Mm-hmm. And maybe it's just not that, the, like, uh, the main, uh, like, the majority of people's humor is, is that's probably not their like, cup of tea. Like, like, you don't need a smoke pot in order to enjoy this movie, but it sure does help. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I don't, I don't smoke, but I know, like the, I understand all the tropes and and hilarious things that go, right? yeah. yeah, that go along with it. And I'm like, oh, that's funny because I, I know it. My brother's a fucking pothead, so I, I know. It's I, like I, it's I, like Cypress Hill concert in here. <laughs> <laughs> you like, like those type of things. You understand that, and then throwing in like the gaming culture, like you understand that as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's so relatable on so many levels, and not just on one aspect or one level. It, it goes through so many, and I think that's why this is to me. I think it's such a good movie, but it is like highly underrated, like you said. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this movie. Uh, the memory that I have is buying it at Suncoast because <laughs> it was going out of business, and and I remember me and the uh, my girlfriend at the time, we were just buying random movies and we would buy like all these like we're, I was like oh shit I never seen this movie, and I just want to get it You're like all right cool let's just watch it tonight I was like all right <laughs> and I remember we were just like it was like at the time where we're like I was like. I had just got my PlayStation 3, and it was uh, that 60 gigabyte one where you could play a PS3, a PS2, and PS1 games. Oh, shit. So, oh, damn. <laughs> so, at the time, we're like, like when I say we're like, Sunco was going out of business, like, we're literally grabbing like, like, like stuff that was like 20 or 30 bucks, and it was like for five or a dollar, you know? So, we're literally like, sometimes, because we would like, oh, I was 18, dude, so Damn. at this time, <laughs> so it was like, I couldn't go to a bar, dude, like, you know, and yeah. TJ, TJ's not like a, a good option when you're 18, because all we want to do is party and drink mm-hmm. and hang out and shit, and, you know, that wasn't our scene, so we what we did was like, chill at the house and like, fucking play video games, dude, Damn. And, was, and watch movies. I was going to say, just a quick side note, you were 18, I was 24. 425 when that shit came out. <laughs> Damn. I do remember Suncoast, though. I do remember Suncoast. Yeah. And and so we're just watching and we're just laughing our asses off. We're just like, he's like, you know what? That's that's you. Your grandma, your your grandma's boy. And I was like, I, it's funny because for the longest time, I thought like for for somebody to call somebody else a grandma's boy. Was like a bad. It was like a bad word, you know, like like an insult. Yeah, like an insult. But then, like you know, over the years, you kind of like, fuck yeah, I'm a grandma's boy. (laughs) You didn't feel so bad, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't feel so bad anymore. In the beginning, I did, but now, like now, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm trying to enjoy my grandma. Fuck you guys. Yeah, like the movie almost made it okay for you to be a grandma's boy. I feel like the grandma. uh, Um. Doris Roberts, I feel like she didn't make it as bad. Like some grandmas are strict, but this one was like yeah, she at was that point of strict. Like she's like yeah, we just have fun here. She was but a cool you're grandma. The house. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, and and it kind of it, it kind of goes back to like like uh, and it reminded me like of my grandma, dude. Because like I mean like not nah. I mean when I was younger. She was very strict and everything, and I get it because you know I was a kid. But 
now that, you know, that I'm older, I get a lot of leeway, you know, but that's yeah. like, yeah. you know, with, with, as, as you grow older, you kind of understand where they're coming from and why they do the certain things that, that they do and stuff. And, you know, it just, it, it was just like, a, it's like a feel good movie to me. It's always fun to see. I've seen this numerous times. I got, um, I got my first back tattoo while I was watching this movie. <laughs> uh, and I was high as fuck too, cause I ate a brownie. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, friends sleeping over and watching this. Uh, I mean, I have endless, like endless memories with this movie. So, uh, when, uh, Tiny said that he wanted to do this movie, I was all about it. I've watched it like maybe six times yeah. prior to the, to the episode. Uh, so yeah. Thank you for for uh, making me reminisce on good times, you know? It's a good movie. Yeah. It's a fun movie. It's a fun time movie. Yeah. What I want to talk about in this movie was, like, basically, how dope is it, like, even if you agree with him or not, is to have a Dante in your life. Sorry, bro. I was just setting up my Christmas tree. <laughs> I feel like lifetime I know... Maybe five Dantes and they're all like, <laughs> like exactly the same and cool. Well, like, yeah, you know, like you gotta have that certain type. I feel like this movie introduced a certain type of people that maybe it's cool to have them in your life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Like that norm may be wrong. Maybe that's why critics blamed it so much for not being that good. But for me, in my opinion, <laughs> it, it, this movie delivered a lot more. Like. I th- I was gonna say I think <clears throat> I think critics seen it as a like a college type movie, especially if you look at the cover of the DVD. It's very national, <clears throat> like lampoon. Yeah, it's drawn out like a like a sketch art or like a painting, and it reminds me of like um, Animal House. Yeah, or like the um, like the National Lampoons. Like you said, it's very cheeky. So. Um, there's this, uh, like the Detroit Rock City cover. Once you see that type of, um, f- uh, artwork on a, on a film, you kind of get the feel of how it's going to be. What's going to roll out. Yeah. It's going to be like that, um, adult, adult humor with like kind of raunchy humor where it's like a stoner humor or like, um, more f- aimed towards a, a certain demographic audience, especially with that type of cover for it. So once I saw that too, I knew what type of film it was going to be more of like the college humor, but that's what was the pull. That was the attraction for me once I saw it too. But um, Wes, you didn't get to talk about what your first thoughts were. On the uh, film. All right. So for grandma's boy, I didn't see it in the theater I saw it maybe a couple hours or a couple hours a couple years later after it was already released and I thought it was awesome it's a great blend of uh, you know like the raunchy comedy with Mm. culture that I'm very familiar with in video games and of course the stoner jokes and tropes that only we would get right (laughs) and uh, I think it being such a niche comedy probably was why people don't didn't go see it in the theater because i know uh specifically it made its money back uh more so in the in the video rentals you know yeah i bought it i bought the unrated like Mm -hmm. that shit you can't pass it when you see it so it's like yeah that's that's what i did i think people just got turned off to it when it first came out as a like a theatrical release yeah 
and um, they probably just saw it as some sort of like cash grab for uh, for Sandler because it's it is a Happy Madison production, right? It is, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they thought less of it as a Happy Madison production. Maybe like, oh, this this can't be as good as Happy. You know how many things they've made? Like, yeah. fucking geez. Like they, this can't be as good as this. This can't be as good as that. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I know when, it's not up to the the masses to fucking explain why they liked it or not. But when I, this movie can't have be have the, could it have been that bad? It reminded me of like when I first saw it of like something um, Broken Lizard would put out. Yeah, you know, like kind of something yeah. that was real slapstick. So I guess that's why the main public or the American public just kind of disregarded it, but. To the people who actually watched it and enjoyed it, hey, that's like a like a hidden gem for us, you know? Yeah. You know, like, I guess that happened during, like, also a few movies, like Blade Runner. Many other movies got, like, that type of attention. Like, oh, once people got to own mm-hmm. it or, like, it becomes a watch cult, it. cult following. Yeah, yeah cult yeah. feeling for the movie. Bring- I feel like there is a deep cult like satisfaction in this movie between gamers. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you guys noticed during the party but there was people chilling with gamers that were gangsters emo kids punk <laughs> people like that shows how diverse potheads like this movie was like you know what I mean like eclectic it, yeah. this movie was a good like yeah collective mm-hmm. what were you gonna say it was the coming attraction dude cause now that happens all the time though. yeah I feel like people are become attracted maybe to gaming more so maybe because of COVID, but uh, um, it's just a, it's just a good gaming should never have a negativity to it. Besides, if you're losing and you're raging and shit, but like, <laughs> oh yeah, like I've done that. But you know, it's it's a good feel movie. The jokes are good. The fucking how like my I want to talk about our favorite parts in the movie, like. Um, right now, Man. I have three favorite parts, and, and my favorite parts are when JP enters his first time. They give him some like epic slowdown, and he pops his car <laughs> like he's Neo and shit. <laughs> yeah. That shit is fucking hilarious, dude. And they give him like a lot of Aphex Twin, dude. Like yeah. that's cool, dude. They they definitely made him like the Neo character. Like if he was locked in the Matrix, listening to that industrial techno. He was all about uh, telling people, you know, about having robot legs, or he wants to get robot legs. And uh, why don't you like my music? You don't. You would if you had robot ears. <laughs> you know, shit like that. Yeah, dude. Uh, JP, I, th- I think JP kind of relates maybe to me, but not that like emo-y, but still like. <laughs> like he's a cool character. Like I'm more of a JP, but more out there. Like I, like I don't. We're framed to talking to people and being that embarrassed, like how he does. JP With had like, a JP had good intentions as far as trying to uh, impress people, but I think he just took it too far and just was a dick towards the end. If he wasn't, yeah. if he wasn't, if he didn't steal, he would have been okay. <laughs> yeah, he basically stole from fucking Alex. Dude. Like that was, that was insane. I could have. Like, I want to talk about like maybe this movie was also more deeper in the fact like of how the gaming industry is like maybe fools really do that and we'll still film each other they like i i they I've probably do of people being in like gaming companies and they just leave 
to go to another one and then like I feel like this there's this um weird like um shift in the gaming industry right now where certain people were in certain companies but they left that company and joined another company so there's- I'm seeing like certain games maybe be better or worse because of it you know what I mean like there's people picking sides in the gaming community like with with manufacturers people that build the games I was gonna say I feel like I feel like these days there's so many options for people to grow and to explore and just to do their own thing but um, more so in the COVID era because we have so much time and I think uh, I think I honestly think the future of gaming is just going to be so reality based that we're it's it's almost like a, what was that gaming uh, studio that went out of business? Um, um, THQ. Um, fucking um, go ahead, West. The one where it was a Wolf Among Us. Telltale. Oh, yeah, Telltale. Telltale. I feel like games are going to start to go more. <sighs> more theatrical more than uh, interactive than anything just because we have so much time on our hands you know mm-hmm. you want to do um, your favorite part oh. um I think uh, what's his, his name was uh, JP right yeah yeah I think I think really any scene that JP was in where he like I mean just the first scene where he's like hey JP how much does it, uh, how much the clothes cost the Matrix <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then like you know, you can see the girl. She's trying not to laugh, but you know she is. Semantic. And it's just, yeah. I think it's just like scenes like that were just so hilarious. I think I can't really put a, a um, maybe the the fucking like the monkey scene. Where, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could have been self aware. Like, oh, we know that this fool's wearing a neo outfit. You know, yeah. yeah. The comedy so much better for me. Like. What if that actually happened in front of you? Would you say some shit or not? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd have to. I'd have to agree with you, James. I think anytime JP was in the movie, his scenes were just so funny that they were like my favorite scenes as well. The the yeah. scene where he's on the uh, Segway and he's. Um, <laughs> He, like, you could tell he painted his face. Like, he put, like, the white powder with, like, the eyeliner. And he's, mm-hmm. like, he had just finished eating sushi and shit. And he was, like, listening to his music, riding a Segway. <laughs> like, yeah. any, any time where they show him like that, I'm just like, this fool is just too much right now. <laughs> the robot voices. Uh, yeah. He's trying to, like. Nuggets. Yeah, he's just trying to hide up against the wall. And he's like, how does he see me? That one time when he thought like Alex didn't see him on the wall, yeah, he was, <laughs> that shit was funny, dude. He's like, "Oh shit, you saw me!" And he's so he's so confident though. Like JP is mm-hmm. really fucking confident, dude. Like he believes because he's a prodigy, dude. Remember the whole point was <laughs> JP was a prodigy, dude. Yeah, that's he, right. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I think in JP's head, he saw himself as a prodigy. That's why he went to such lengths. Like he was like, "Yo, I can't have somebody tampering on me right now." Like, yeah, it he was felt, like, he uh, felt threatened. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's why I felt like JP was such like his his intentions were good. Like he was such a gentleman to Samantha. Like he said, "Milady," and he's like very cordial <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> but he was so. He's so cringy, dude. Like everybody knows, one of those guys that are just like, dude, that guy's fucking cringy as fuck. Dude. He just like, he doesn't know how to act, like interact with other people, like humans. <laughs> humans. Yeah. 
with the scene where he's like when he's introducing her she's like wow you must be so like uh you must like you know a child prodigy he's yeah. like uh she's like you must have had so many friends in school yeah he's like school i didn't go to school yeah and he's like i was too busy beating zelda when i was four yeah and before i could like, walk and, and then he's like he's like um i may not know what happened in the civil war or who invented the helicopter even though even i know i have one <laughs> <laughs> this guy oh man and there's people like that too all over the place I believe it dude would you guys say that's like your guys' favorite character of the whole movie JP uh, probably for me yeah I'd have to say I, mine would have been Dante dude like, Alex <laughs> dude what about Alex Alex the, yeah the, the poor man's Mel Gibson lookalike <laughs> I didn't even put that together that's funny <laughs> I'll never, I'll never unsee that now. He looks dude. like a bootleg Mel Gibson in in Braveheart. Mel Gibson is a bootleg of Mel Gibson. <laughs> Just saying, Alex Gibson. I, I, I gotta say, Ray one Bush. of the weirdest things I saw in this movie was I saw Dante give a sack, I think, to Alex, but he rolls the sack like it's a like a J, and he licks it, and then he fucking folds it, and then gives it to him. <laughs> I saw that before. <laughs> Like it, w- I broke it down for myself. I was like, "No way, this guy just did that right now." Like, like before COVID, that'd be like okay, but like now, it's like, <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> I think, I think the funniest thing that Dante says in the whole movie to me is when uh, the lion thing. Nah, well, the, when the monkey's driving the jeep and he's trying to drive with his hands, and but he's using his feet, and then he says, "Yeah, yeah monkey feet hands." And he's driving with his feet. He's like, yeah, monkey, feet hands. I don't know if anyone noticed, but Dante played just Dante Peter. So, uh, yeah, that's his name. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what she's back for. Like, I wish people like in the, in the movie industry out, like fully just came as themselves like in the movie. Like, yeah, I'm just that person that I am in that movie, but with my actor name. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> It's followed, I follow him on Instagram. He's exactly the same. Really? That's yeah. funny. Uh, it's, been smoking weed all day. It's cool that um, Wesley Wesley did point out too that Jonah Hill did uh, super bad like a year after that. Yeah, like two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah I, I wanted to talk about like Jonah Hill. Like my first time ever seeing Jonah Hill was kind of in this movie in Grandma's like, Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, I didn't think he would just be big off of it, like, just because he sucked a titty and said a few words. Like, what the yeah. fuck? For 13 hours, bro. Yeah, that's the key, though. <laughs> <laughs> Mama wants some milk, or would you say baby wants some the milk? The milkmaid, dude. She was pretty hot. But. West West, y'all. <laughs> but, yeah, that's true. Like, this was his, uh, was this his premiere? Like, his debut? Nah. No? He had been in a, uh-uh. uh, a couple things, I think. Just in the background. I think it was an accepted, right? With, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. With oh, he, he's the, would you like to touch my wiener? The mascot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, he kind of did He kind of did jump off after uh, he did uh, Superbad, because so, he was like the co-star. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's super, funny. Superbad. It's funny because I think. With his uh, breakout role. Yeah, I was going to say, I think in Superbad, he was already like 24, 25 or some shit. He was already getting old. That's its... Uh, nah, it's, 
His breakout, uh, his breakout role was before that. It was um, knock, uh, knocked up. Ah, it was, huh? Yeah. When did Knocked Up come out? When was it? Two thousand and three, two thousand four? No, no. Yeah, because I think really? Knocked Up, Knocked Up was uh, during no, the time. Knocked Up is two thousand seven. Uh, he was in Forty Year Old Virgin. Who? Well, that was in two thousand five. Ah, okay. Two thousand five. Because uh, I know they did Knocked Up. They filmed Knocked Up and Super Bad kind of like at the same time. So it was weird for him to play like a high school kid. And then, like, a 20-something-year-old. Then just a f- his, himself. And Knocked yeah. Up, they're all playing. Speaking of that, in Knocked Up, they play, like, all those guys are playing themselves. Right? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's like Jonah as Jonah Hill. and That's a fun, that's a crazy movie to talk about because, uh, what's what's that chick's name? Which um, one? Catherine Heigl? Yeah, they don't really get along anymore, right? They have... She they, was, she's an asshole she, in general, from what I hear. She's the, notorious for being, like, a crazy person on set. I'd like to meet that notorious crazy person on set. Remember in Val- with Valentine, dude? That kill scene is crazy. She was, uh, I remember her the most from the uh, Chucky. Oh, yeah. Bride of Chucky. She's Bride good Chucky. in that. Yeah. And, uh, she's, she's done some good, some fun stuff, but I've heard like bad stuff about her as a person, kind of. I can kind of believe it. Yeah. I get it from her. It always cuts deep for the people that like them. Yeah. It's like, uh, me and Lou Ferrigno. I used to like that guy. <laughs> or Delia. Fuck you, Hulk. Yeah, or Chris Delia. Don't even get me started, man. Damn, <laughs> that shit sucks. <laughs> He's a pedophile. <laughs> Motherfuckers trying to get canceled out here. <laughs> Damn, bro. What would you guys rate this Cancel film? Me. <laughs> Cancel culture. Uh, For seven, me, uh, I'm 7.5. A- I'm going to say six and a half. That was mine. Six and a half, 6.5. Yeah, six, six or six and a half or seven. Just because it's I mean, not like a super serious movie, you know? Uh, yeah, I was probably going to give it like a seven point, I mean, not a seven, 6.9. Just under almost seven. Almost to seven. Yeah. Leave it to James. Complicate everything. <laughs> yeah. That's that's about right though. The six, I guess six to seven. So six point five is probably what it averages. Like six point nine would be the perfect. <laughs> Why would they fucking fifteen on Rotten, dude? Sixteen or sixteen? That's low. Because that's he, that's fucking low. They want famous people to do good shit. This we pretty much had like low low grade people. Like if you really think about it, like yeah. Yeah, if you think about it, they're all, like, B-level, like, actors, like, celebrities. That made a really good movie, I think. Oh, yeah. Even in, uh, even in, like, the outtakes, there's a part where JP is talking to Samantha's character, and, um, it's the one where he's like, sit on my face, or whatever, but in the outtake, (laughs) in the outtake, he says, you were better in Scooby-Doo, and he walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Because she plays uh, Velma and Scooby. Velma, yeah. Yeah. She's also she's also in uh, the the Curse of La Llorona, right? Is she? Yeah, she's the mom. Yeah. Oh shit! And she's uh, she's Hawkeye's wife too in Avengers. Maybe we should watch that next, Vix. I'm down. I'm down. Curse of La Llorona. Who's uh who's um who got next week's pick? That's you? me, Wes. Yeah. Oh shit. This one. <laughs> Are we gonna do Swan Facts and then you're gonna announce it? Yeah, let's jump. You guys into the Swan Facts. You wanna jump into them? Yeah, 
All right. Um, this was actually filmed in and around Los Angeles. I'm sure you guys knew that. Uh, gaining the help of was game developers Terminal Reality. Terminal Reality actually lent the gameplay of their um, actual game, Demonic, mm. which you can see within the film. Although the game was never released, uh, they allowed the gameplay footage to stay for the final cut of the film. So I think because they ran into some financial issues uh, in the later stages of the game, they never um, they never were, were able to release it. But it's the one it was supposed to come out for Xbox 360, where the you know when his grandma's playing the game and yeah. she's like a demon <clears throat> walking around, and it looks like real Wishmaster to me. Yeah, the 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 character she's playing, but so they basically developed a game for Spe- the movie. Yeah, yeah. or they it, allowed them to use it, and then it just didn't ever. Uh-huh. It just got shelved. It got sh- uh, shut down pretty cool. much. Um, with a micro budget of five million, the film barely broke even, with grossing just six point six million uh, at the box office. But like I said before, the film would later rake in some more cash with home video rentals and sales. It actually grossed. Fifty million in uh, home in home video, so it yeah. ac- it actually is a success. You know why? Is because I feel stoners were like, I'm not going to go watch that movie. Yeah. I'll just wait till it comes out. Yeah, like and the like, couch potato type stuff. Yeah, and everybody just caught on to it of how good it's, good. It's what happened the... with Harold and Kumar? Mm-hmm. What happened with a bunch of movies, man? Dude, Dude, like, where's my car? Freddie got fingered. Uh, made a yeah, bunch Freddy of money. Got fingered. A lot. Yeah. A lot of people didn't go to the movie theater, but they bought her. Bought the, uh, bought it when it came out, you know? I yeah. think, and I think that's going to be um, a new demographic and reflective of what uh, movies are now. Because since we can't go, yeah. it's just going to be you know, it's not going to no longer be cult movies anymore. It's just going to be that movie did good or didn't do good. For sure. Uh, this D- DVD sales are going to matter again. Damn. Hell yeah. Maybe or digital. Well, it's more digital. 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 Yeah. digital is going to matter. I would like to own some stuff, though. Like, I think it would... Yeah. Same here. I still like the physical copies. Yeah. We'll keep it alive in that way. Don't go out, go so support us. five out of five that we would all still like to own the hard copy. Mm-hmm. I still have the hard copy somewhere. <laughs> I have the unrated hard copy of this movie, so it was good. <laughs> <laughs> This film was actually released in a rated and unrated cut. However, the unrated cut is just a couple minutes longer. Mm-hmm. Now, this is one of those films, uh, when it came out, I'm sure you guys remember comedies had this, um, that was kind of the gimmick uh, back around the, those, uh, you know, the mid-2000s. They would be like, yeah, you know, for a girl yeah. next door or films like that. Oh, get the unrated cut. And it would just be certain, uh like extra seconds of scenes extended mm-hmm. with like you know nudity or sex sexual stuff usual yeah usual. i want to say yeah. the extended cut was uh jonah sucking on the boobies more or something because uh-huh. like yeah. <laughs> i used they to have that more. one mm-hmm. they didn't hesitate yet and it was always the same like stamp like the unrated stamp like the red one mm-hmm. like the traditional uh American I, I don't pie. know if this is a swan fact, but you can see like the the actor of Alex was kind of getting not disturbed by it, but he was like, "Fuck, this guy's really in between them <laughs> shit." Like, <laughs> and then he, like, like I, I saw that in this unrated, he was like, "Fuck, I have to like 
focus and act while this is diving in between some like that guy was what do they call her the milkmaid dude alright so after the film begins um, you'll notice that Alex's house number is actually 420 oh shit um you'll see game informer magazines posters throughout the company although it is fictional uh that the crew works for in the film like uh, some examples are Resident Evil 4, mm-hmm. Metal Gear 3, yeah. and yeah. then they have um, some uh, some fictional uh, posters peppered in there too. Like I think we saw one Canada w- Must Die, yeah, <laughs> and uh, Gay Robot, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could tell Wait, it's so film. They made the movie like a few years younger on certain releases, right? Like I feel like. Like, before they were to come out? Like, you're saying, like, they released yeah. the movie, and then Resident Evil 4 didn't come out until years later or yeah, something? Yeah, you know, they, they made a... Uh, is that what they did? I don't know. I think Resident Evil 4 was out at that time, It was right? still relevant or something? They made it current? Yeah, I think it, it was out. It was probably the big game then, I would think. It, that sounds right to me. I have a secret song fact that I heard the next remastered <laughs> might already be Resident Evil 4. Like, damn, like, imagine. Nice. Like, I already know it looks good, but, like, that yeah, might be... Yeah, uh, because Resident Evil 4 came out in 2005, so it was probably during production is when they put oh, those posters shit. up. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, it was a relevant game at the time. Yeah, right. I have a mini swan fact. I have an Atlas fact. Go. Uh, if you watch the commentary, they make it... Uh, they point out that the first word in the movie is Fuck. <laughs> so the director and uh, Nick Swartzen and whoever wrote it purposely put the first word in the script to be fuck. <laughs> yeah. So the, that's, uh, a, that's an Atlas fact. Nice. Nice. The um <clears throat> the Yora Hooker rebuttal in the first scene was actually Adam Sandler's idea. He was on set uh <laughs> helping with the, the filming of this obviously because it's under his production company and he was yeah. like yo this th- you guys should say this it would be really funny so yeah. it's just kind of on, on the fly that does sound like a, a Sandler comeback <laughs> you're a hooker and then they get all mad <laughs> the, the, the trilogy of people are in it like Spade um Rob Schneider Rob Schneider um who else can I say fucking Dante Dante, yeah. Yeah, Dante's, he's part of, he's like underrated though, too. He's in Waterboy. He's in all of it. Like, I, I think I told, what I told, I told you, Vic, that like, they're like, all of his boys are in every single movie. Yeah, you said, uh, if he eats, we all eat. Yeah. <laughs> they, they make, they make a cameo in every single Happy Madison movie. Pretty much, you gotta, yeah. You kind of gotta think, like, Happy Madison for making, like, such good film movies, dude. Like, yeah. Like, like, even if, how unrelatable to unrelatable or too yeah. relatable they are they're still dope like what the hell like yeah you can tell you can tell too like it's a like yo this is funny for these people they should watch this like <laughs> that's that's excellent for me dude I, I, that's why I give them a 10 out of 10 for this movie but I can see why the critics hate it oh it's not grand of a movie cause yeah. the A-list actor ain't in there Oh, it's a six. It's a six out of. It's a five out of five. It's a five out of ten. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it, for me, it's still a ten out of ten in heart, dude. Like it, <laughs> it means it means that much to you. Yeah, same, same. It's uh, what, what's the uh, sentimental value? 
That's the mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I saw the Google value of it is like ninety two percent, so fuck rotten. We can just pay attention to what Google has it. <laughs> what does he say like in the 92% beginning? Ninety two percent of the world likes this movie. <laughs> By Google. I think that's a real fact. What were you saying, Wes? <laughs> oh, no, I was just going to say, uh, like, when Rob Schneider's character, he's evicting them, and he's like, oh, you guys forgot your smoking lamp. <laughs> was that expensive piece? <laughs> and he fucking just throws it at him. <laughs> if somebody did that shit with me, I'd be, you better be ready to catch these hands. Yeah, and that was a clean, <laughs> that was a clean bomb, dude. Like, that was so clean. <laughs> and they had just spilled it over, and, like, yeah. everything is just going wrong for Alex, dude. It's funny. Very uh, half-baked vibes in this. Yeah, show. that too. Um, and my final one, and this is for Diego. He will, uh, he will love this. Uh, shout out to the Wolfpack wrestling superstar Kevin Nash makes a quick cameo as the eviction muscle in the beginning of the film. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Mover Number Two, <laughs> <laughs> and he will remove your balls through your anus. <laughs> And massage your dick too. Yeah. <laughs> Call that a hooker? <laughs> I'll massage it for money. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like those things from Rick and Morty, the the fucking aliens, basically. The <laughs> I'll do it for money and he smushed their hands again. Jesus. Alright. It's one of the obscured ones, right? Because he was Super Shredder and the, the Turtles. Then he was in the was he? he was Super yeah. Shredder in fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. Yeah. Was he? He was. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. You know their toy. That toy's coming out for next. Diego ne- facts. Ne- ne- we never do Diego facts. <laughs> <laughs> if you asked Diego that. I don't know. Listen to rude behavior. Diego. Ah. Hey. hey. Rude facts. <laughs> rude, rude boy facts. facts. Bro. <laughs> rude boy facts. Same. Super Shredder. Part 2, Ninja Turtles Part 2 is pretty underrated. Yeah. It's my people, favorite. People hate on it, but it's, pre- it's pretty fun, dude. <clears throat> now, Part 3, bro, we're talking, we're talking fighting words if you say Part 3 was good. <laughs> the Ninja Turtles game? Yeah, I actually <laughs> like Part 3, fool. Yeah, so do I. I saw Part yeah, 3 in the drive-in. We're about to go to war, dude. We're about <laughs> to go to war. <laughs> I think 2 is shit. Oh. 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All, all six, six, all, all six, 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 all Leo, no. You're gonna have to have a serious don't. talk with your mom. <laughs> Just kidding. My gra- my grandma got that for me. Okay, I never saw part two until I was probably and probably until maybe like a year ago. So yeah, but went- why didn't you watch the first one over and over again? I I have both of them. Oh, okay. So you went one, wa- one, I would, three. I would watch one and three. Yeah, I've never, I had never seen two. Until really? like maybe a year or two ago. I don't. The three, really? just the suits are dog shit for me. Three. Well, when I, I mean, when I was when I when I came out and, I, and how old I was when I was watching that, I wasn't like, oh my god, I wasn't comparing the suits from the first one. <laughs> I wasn't that much of a snob yet. I was gonna say recently we had like a local 
rapper actually perform with them. Remember, uh, Yazi? Yazi yeah. was on stage, and it was during fucking uh, Vanilla Ice's performance. They actually came out and did ninja raps yeah. or some shit. Go ninja, go ninja, go. <laughs> That's you, you, so you don't even like that part of part two, James? The uh, vanilla ice part when they start dancing and shit. The shit's tight. Toka and Razor, Toka and come Razor, on, there, man. Just forget about it, man. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have more no more nostalgia for it. Like I said, I only saw I the first time I saw that I think was when I watched it with Jordan. I watched all three of them with oh. Jordan maybe like a year or two. Ago. Oh, so you hadn't oh. seen it at all. No, yeah, that's, that's oh, what I mean. I had, I had never seen two in my whole life. Wow. Wow. That's, really, that's so crazy. Traditional pre-fight donut. When I, when I, when I... And you can't do it. Growing up, two was one that I never, I never owned, so it was always like a treat to watch. But I loved yeah. the opening, like when they jump and they do that still yeah. and the fucking logo yeah. rolls and shit. It just reminds me of like pizza, eating Pizza Hut and shit. And yeah. I don't know. I just have, I guess, like you, James was saying, intertwined um, memories. memories with that. And I recognize... Yeah, well, that, that's like number one for me. I mean, I mean, number one, of course, more like uh, of number one. That's the best one, hands down, yeah. out of any oh, Ninja Turtle, yeah. out of yeah. any movie. But um, yeah. I mean, I could watch watch that and eat pizza like every day, and like you, it feels okay, you feel okay doing it because you you're like, yeah, like yeah, I'm, I'm almost like a 30 year old man watching Ninja Turtle movie eating pizza, but so what? Like who cares? <laughs> like fight me. So what, hey, hey. what are we do, what are we doing next week, man? Yeah. All right. So because well, of yes. uh, Joel Schumacher's uh, passing, I wanted to do something in his filmography that a lot of people don't know about. And I think maybe uh, most of you probably haven't seen this, but I want to do 8mm um, with Joaquin Phoenix and oh, Nicolas shit. Cage. Oh, oh, all right. I haven't seen it. Snuff. All right. Yeah. That's all a right. real snuff. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty fucked up movie, but uh, it's good, and it gets a bad rap. Um, and I feel like we're... we're, we're it, it probably gets a bad rap from how fucked up it is. Yeah, can't wait to watch. it's a cult film, uh, and you know I'd love to dive in and, and kind of talk about uh, the le- his legacy as well. So eight millimeter is what we're gonna do. Do we? Know? I think Wesley knows the type of movies I like. <laughs> yeah, like how grimy it could be. Yeah. Like so that film came out in uh, 1999. Yep. And uh, was it 22 on Rotten? Yep. Do we? Do you know if it's um, available on anything? I don't know if it's streaming, so you guys might have to bite the bullet and kind of drop a couple dollars. Sorry about that. You might that. have to bite the quality. Um. Just, just, <laughs> just rent it for a couple dollars. Don't be cheap, man. Here. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> James, James, uh, James Gandolfini's in it too. Know the life. Know the life. <laughs> it's two ninety nine so on uh, two ninety nine on Amazon Prime. There you go. 8mm coming up soon. But, uh, James. Yes. I think we have a question for you. Uh, the, time, the time old question. The question that can only be answered by one person. The hey. question that we can say is, James, where will these people find us? Uh, so we were on, we are on uh, every single platform, basically, that place podcasts, whether it's iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Sows. Um, uh, Spotify, um, 
anything that basically you can find the podcast on we're on there uh give us a thumbs up five stars positive review if you have the time it only takes about 30 seconds to do that uh share us uh, uh, send us links and links to your families and links to your friends uh spam us to your co-workers in the in the company email that's um, right <laughs> <laughs> um what else uh, we have an instagram uh, we are it's uh, our handles at drop the mic underscore podcast me and Wes are both attached to that one uh, you can comment on the post we put up there uh, we post our weekly Rex um, upcoming things that we're doing if you want to request us to do a film we can uh, hopefully we can accommodate you and, and, and try to get that done as soon as we can um, if you don't want to be so public about it, you can DM us and then we'll try to answer you, answer any questions you have as soon as possible. Dope. Very well said. Nice. Thank you. You have that down pretty good, James. You know, I like to mix it up. You see how I threw in the spam your, uh, your, your co-workers <laughs> thing? <laughs> pretty good. Keep it fresh. And apparently, uh, there's uh, certain people out there that listen to us so they can uh, help fall asleep. So, to those people, I say, uh, whether you're listening to fall asleep or to listen, you're still listening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm going to make uh, your... The li- that, that helps, regardless. Yeah. I'm when gonna, they fade uh, out to sleep, they wake up back to us. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, what... Vic is referencing right now is that uh, last night um, I ran into my stepdad who proceeded to uh, basically say the podcast is boring and that he he'll listen to it to fall asleep. <laughs> and he said he said specifically that it's boring because of me. Damn, that's uh, wow. And that I need to that I'm like super monotone and have no like nothing. Well, this this episode is dedicated to him. What's yeah. his name? <laughs> uh, Jeff. He goes by Bear. So uh, Bear. Jeff, Jeff Bear. Yeah, Bear. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, eat a dick. <laughs> and that, and that's on period. That's on period. All right. <laughs> eat a dick. But you know what's so crazy? He won't hear this because he's sleeping. <laughs> hey. He won't make it this far. Episode finished. He's sleeping. He was like, yo. Because that's what old people do. They fall asleep. <laughs> old people fall asleep. And that's a direct quote from the movie. Because <laughs> that's what they do. Oh, man. Old people fall asleep. But in all fairness... Unless you're, uh, unless you're Diego, yeah. then you fall asleep. Ah, in the studio. Right. <laughs> it only happened one time, and he was extremely tired. I'm just, <laughs> just messing. Well, I, I was extremely tired. I was extremely high, bro. Oh, okay. All right. He had the white claw. <laughs> I, I, the white claw. The white claw withdrawal. <laughs> I, I white clawed myself to sleep. He had the edible claw. The edible claw. Claw <laughs> draw. But in, but in all seriousness. Um, Thank you to all our listeners and the people yes. that continue to, to listen to us, stream us yeah, on any platform, whatever it is, YouTube, Thank what you have you. And, and if you guys have extra money, please buy some of the merch that we still have available. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it helps out the show. So definitely. You guys, will, you guys really want to support the local, you know, you know, the mom and pop shops, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and um, I don't know what your guys' uh, schedule is, but we still want to do a get-together for a drive-in movie. Yes. Until next week, then. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you guys for uh, for jumping on and doing this episode with us. It was a very fun, great episode. I think. Very fun. For uh, grandma's boy. Awesome. Back back streets for life. (laughs) Shit's weak. All right, great bush. (laughs) For real, dude. I am the great bush. (laughs) (laughs) I got a bush, but it's not great yet. Damn, man. Sheesh. All right. I can get confo on that. (laughs) (laughs) Signing off. Signing off. This is, uh, this is, drop the mic. Saying, uh, remember, defund the police Mm -hmm. and abolish ICE. And, and turn nuggets. Wear your goddamn mask. Wear Wear your fucking mask. Don't be a fucking jerk. You fucking animals. Yeah. Don't be mad at us. Yeah. Don't be selfish. Okay. Uh, help save lives. Wear your mask, you know. If, Wash your hands. If Slipknot can perform sets in fucking hot-ass masks, you can wear your fucking mask to the grocery store, right? Yeah. Damn. Just think about Slipknot. <laughs> if 
Slipknot can do, you can't. You can do it, bitch. What would Slipknot do? (laughs) (laughs) Here comes the pain. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Good night. Happy Friday. Have a good night. Good fight. Good night. TMNT Part 3. Hey! (laughs) Autobots. Roll out. What are you doing, JP? Just thinking about my game. How's that going? People will bow to it. All right. That's, That's creepy. I hate your face. Did you say something? You're fucking weird.